Welcome to the podcast, Meet My Potential, where Deepa chats with leaders around the world once a week or simply shares her insights. This podcast is for those who aspire to meet their highest inner potential. Each episode brings you one simple tool that you can apply at work or in life. Hello, and welcome to this episode on correcting what's going wrong. Today, I have with me a very special guest. Once again, every time I have a very special guest, but this time it's a special guest and a good friend by the name Jan Kunkel. Jan Kunkel is a change management consultant and he works for Deloitte Consulting. And I did my leadership course with him. So welcome, Jan. Good morning and uh, thanks for having me here. Thank you for joining. And so today we are both co-creating and that's what we learned in our leadership courses. How do we co-create with others? So this is not an interview-based podcast. This is something that we are both co-creating and sharing with you. So let's start. What is correcting what's going wrong? Well, let's, let's take an example. An example from work. You've probably all had these situations where... You have a piece of information and you're holding that piece of information and, and you realize a coworker or a colleague doesn't. And your thoughts are, well, this person should have that piece of information. I'm actually assuming that, that this person should have that because it's common knowledge or whatever reason mm-hmm. why this person should know what you know too. So instead of actually sharing that information, doing because you're, you want to correct that person is that you're withholding this information. So you're not going to tell him because you think, well, you know, I have it and I had to find it. And so this person can make the work too. It's not always me who has to do the work. So that would be the, the mindset, an example of the mindset correcting what's going wrong. Do you, do you have an example too? Yeah, I do. I was once uh, asked to do a tiny little project with a group of people. And for some reason, I just felt that I was a leader there. And we had to go and meet some people and, you know, talk to different people, interact with different people and get something done. And there was this girl, uh, let's call her Chloe for now. And she kept nudging me and kept giving me ideas that didn't make any sense. Uh, It was totally not practical, totally not pragmatic. And I was like, well, this is absolutely not pragmatic. Why is she getting in the way? And how do I correct her? How do I tell her that she is so wrong, that she has no knowledge of getting things done and this is her first project, so she must actually back off and listen to others and observe and learn from others. That's the kind of attitude that I had. And I was thinking, how can I correct the situation when someone is not pragmatic? Yeah, and how did that serve you? Good question. Well, the point is like when I had, and I didn't actually see that there was this inner monologue going on inside me and the inner monologue, if I kind of like slow down the whole brain process that I had at the time was like, if we follow her idea, then we will fail. This is completely impractical. Come on, let's let's put our foot on the earth and let's not just float in the sky. That's kind of the, some of those inner monologues I had. And because of those inner monologues, I was taking the action like I just ignored her. Like I knew she was talking somewhere at the back of me, but I was kind of like, hmm, just let that noise fade away. Or 
I'll say, hey, listen, wait, we'll try that later. We're doing something else now. This is the action that we have decided to do now. So let's stay focused on the action that we have decided. Or, you know, sometimes I'll say, you know, when that noise was getting louder, I'd just say, hey, listen, look at the client. I don't think this will work with this kind of client. So you see where the kind, what kind of actions it was leading me to? And in your case, like, where, what kind of action did it lead you to? I think the, the, the action is that you can summarize them into self-justification. When uh, I was in that, in that situation, I was basically building myself a story why withholding a piece of information was the right thing to do. And uh, obviously, listening to that, everyone realizes that's not the right thing to do. And yet, in that situation, and uh, from what I heard from your story as well, when we're sort of trapped with that inner monologue and, and we want to correct stuff and we want, you know, I want to make things right and I know the solution, then I'm building a justified reality that really makes my, my behavior the right thing so that I could tell myself, well, in that situation, sharing information would have been totally wrong. Or in your situation, well, listening to Chloe would have been totally missing the goal. Disastrous. Exactly, exactly. So I think that's, um, you know, we're, we're actually making up a story so that's that we somehow feel good about what we did about our behavior. Exactly. And I think we get into this mode of self-justification that what I did was the right thing. Because yes, I work with a lot of high achievers. I work with people who push themselves very hard, who love to excel in their job. And yes, you may be right. And yes, perhaps I was right. And this thing about wanting to correct others and to prove that I was right was leading me into this inner self-justification that I had inside me, which was something like, we need experienced and pragmatic people to get things done. And ideas that just are coming from the sky are not going to work. And I created this image of myself being somehow better than her. I kind of felt that I was, hmm, if I can say, you know, in a, if I really analyze, then I can say I was somewhere feeling superior. Exactly. And, and that's exactly the thing. Um, you were feeling superior because when we're in this self-justification mode, we're actually looking at, at ourselves and not at the other person. That's the concept of being in a box, right? That comes from the Arbinger Institute, where they say the theory, which, which I love, is that when your mindset is turned towards yourself, then you put yourself in a, in a mental box. And there are variation of those boxes. And basically, you're looking at yourself, and the only thing that matters is yourself in all kinds of different ways. Do you want to mention those boxes? Well, of course, I'd love to. I love those boxes. <laughs> so the very first box from the example that I gave you is the better than box, which is kind of feeling superior. Oh, I know how to do this. And there's a sense of how do I view myself is like I feel superior. And when I feel superior, 
I can, like if I really, really dig deep down inside, I might just feel, oh, others are not up to the mark. Oh, they're not scaling up. They're incapable or they're so wrong and I need to prove it to them. And so therefore, the whole world and my perception of how to deal with things in the organization and how to deal with things in the project was kind of like, they need me. I'm the savior. I have to tell them how, what's the direction and how to go there. <laughs> I know you're laughing wow. at me. And, wow. you know, <laughs> you know, this is where we get into. And, and this is what we want you to kind of become more aware of is like, uh, sometimes with the, how we view our world is like, oh, they need me and I need to get on top of things and I need to help everybody out. I need to get this right. And it leaves us with a kind of a feeling of frustration, a frustration that I can't be everywhere all the time to save the world. And oh God, I wish there was another clone of me who could do everything that I could do. And we kind of get impatient. And I love the Spanish saying, which says that, God, please give me patience and please give it to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a very good summary of, of that box. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the better than box. And, and as Jan just mentioned, there are many boxes. And uh, Jan, can you give uh, us more details about the box that you were talking about before? I think it's um, it's a mixture of, of several boxes. So you, you mentioned the better than. The opposite of the better than is the worse than box where you're, you're basically saying that well, I'm worse than everyone else in the world, and everyone is better, is more, has more privileges. They just received it. They didn't work for their thing, and uh, it's an unfair world that you're um, facing. So that's the the less than. Then there's the I deserve box, which I guess um, can also come into that that situation of this information withholding, is I deserve to be recognized as the great hero I am. I deserve acknowledgement. I deserve whatever I think I might deserve, and the others don't. And I deserve the attention of people. And I deserve the success. Now it's my turn. You know, it's the it's this this sentence of, oh, I've waited long enough. Now it's now it's time for myself. Now it's me, and I'm not going to think about the others. The last one is the what's called the must-be-seen-as box. That can be, again, how do you want to be seen? I must be seen as righteous, as a strong leader that is going to save the world. And I think they're all variations of boxes. But basically what, what happens in all of them is that, again, your, your view is turned towards yourself. And you're justifying your world so that that's, it's, it's acceptable how you behave. Right. And just to add to that is like the whole view becomes focused on self and it's okay to be focused on self, but, the, but in it, we are always in interaction with others. And so we, the focus is so much on ourselves that we fail to see at times what is going on for the others. We fail to see what's going on in the world out there. And when we focus on ourselves like oh, I deserve this, then we act in ways that impacts people and we act in ways that create more conflict. And going back to the previous example, like uh, how can I correct Chloe? Tell me, if someone tells you, stop interrupting in the meetings, how does that make you feel? If someone told you, 
you are very arrogant. How does that make you feel? Does it, or if someone tells you that you're not being very systematic or you're not very organized, you're not delegating enough at work, does that help you to correct yourself? Coming from this place of correcting others, correcting what's going on from a place of, I deserve this, from a place of, I'm better than this, or I am worse than, it just doesn't seem to work. It kind of makes the conflict bigger. What do you think? Absolutely. And you just said one, one word that's, that's really important. Uh, you were talking about the people. And when you're in a box, you're actually not seeing people as people. Mm-hmm. You're seeing others as objects as things that you can move around and that they're that are basically here to 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 serve you you know to serve reaching whatever you want to uh, you want to achieve and i mean that's a that's a really harsh thing because you can't build empathy with objects you can't connect with objects so so that also by removing the humanity out of people it allows you to to show the worst behaviors by just using others as they weren't people. And, and that's the, the, um, another downside of, of being in a box. I mean, you're not only looking at yourself, you're removing humanity from everyone around you. Right. So the two big challenges is like the first one, as I mentioned before, is the conflict just becomes bigger. And as Jan just uh, mentioned, we see people as objects. How do we get to our goal by correcting others? How do I get to our goal by focusing on what I deserve? How do I get to the goal of proving that I'm the best so that I'm seen as the best? How do I get what I want by kind of like victimizing myself and getting attention for myself by putting myself in this worse than box? So putting ourselves in these boxes actually creates more inner conflict and outer conflict. Yeah, absolutely. It's not going to solve anything. I mean, it, you're just basically making it worse and worse and worse when you're when you're in a box. So um, obviously, we want to help the people who listen to us uh, on how to get out. Exactly. So, what's a tip that you'd like to share on how to stop correcting what's going wrong and how to get out of the box? The first one is realize you're in a box realize that the others are not the issue in that case and that you're in a box so it's really it's a i think it's a it's it can be a challenging exercise when when suddenly you realize that you you're seeing others as objects that's a good indicator to see if you're if you're in a in a box so if you take the pre, uh, previous example that you mentioned that you're withholding information what would you do differently if you were not in a box? Oh, straight, straight on, share that information. That's, the, again, the, the logical thing to do and the, the human thing to do is, I have information, this, this guy needs it, well, I'll just give it to him. Regardless of, oh, he should have looked for it, he should know, blah, 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 that's all, that's all rubbish. I have something that someone else needs, so I'm just going to share it with him. So what is it that actually helps you to share it, share the information in such an example? It's listening to the, to the voice of my own humanity and the humanity of, of this other person. 
he needs something. This person is as important as I am. He's got fears, hopes, needs, and they're just exactly as important as mine. Mine are not more important. And what I need, what I want, what I'm afraid of, what I hope with what the other person wants, needs, hopes on the same level, then I'm seeing another person, a human being. And then I'm not even thinking of withholding an information because it it just wouldn't make any sense. So I'm just going to share it. I love what you're saying. And the image that comes to me is an infinity loop. We're constantly in an infinity loop between the self and the other. And it's not just like I go all the way out completely serving the others because then I get I get exhausted. It's just like in an aeroplane, you fit your oxygen mask. Yes, you do. You create enough space inside yourself so that you're ready to serve others and be present for the others. And it's a constant infinity loop between the self and the other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic. And I would like to give a tip based on my own example. And I was just thinking that what happens when I get into this box of I'm better than, I'm superior, I know it, and I know how what needs to be corrected. And it's, I kind of like start to ignore others. I criticize others maybe. And if that just doesn't help, then I might just try to prove how I'm right in a meeting by coming up with theories or by showing other people how right I am. And how much time do we spend in telling people, in proving others that they're wrong and I'm right? And that creates arrogance, which I don't see, which I I kind of realize that I'm wrong now. And that creates arrogance. And this creates war. This creates conflicts between people. And the thing that what we want for you is whenever you come across, I need to correct this, is to say that, is it a problem? Because if it is a problem, then it's like, I have to solve it. This is a challenge. How do I fight this thing that's going wrong in my organization? How do I make things go right in my department. But rather than coming from the place of how do I fight this? How do I make it right? What if you came from the place of how do I invite people? How do I invite everybody? How do I invite things to go right? Because inviting people, inviting things to go right is coming from this place of complete self-compassion for itself, because that's what you need first. And coming from a place of compassion for the others and warmth, there's an unconditional positive regard. So in the example with Chloe is like, all right, so there is something that she needs to learn. How can I help her develop? Rather than how can I tell her that she's wrong? How can I correct her? How can I help her develop? And if we can help others develop, we will develop ourselves. Absolutely. To add to what you're saying, I think curiosity is is a great asset in that, in that case. Curiosity casts away a lot of negative things because by being curious and being truthfully curious of, huh, what's going on there? Then you're opening up to, to the possibilities of, of other people around you and you're seeing them. And I have another tip because at some point um, you're going to start understanding those boxes and chances are that you will meet other people where you're thinking, huh, this guy or this girl is in a box. <laughs> well, my tip is, and, and I'm speaking out of experience, don't tell them. <laughs> that doesn't work. And it, it actually you know, makes the box even bigger. So whenever you see someone uh, that you think is in a box, 
start with yourself. As we said, you can't correct others. You can just start with yourself and make sure that you stay out of the box and inspire others with your humanity because that is um, thankfully as well contagious. Thank you, Jan. And talking about the different tips, we'd really like to recommend a book to you. It's called The Outward Mindset. The Outward Mindset by Arbinger Institute. We'll put the link out there in the show notes of the podcast. Thanks very much, Jan, for being here with me on this episode and co-creating with me. And before we close the call, would you like to share one last message with the audience? First, it was a pleasure. Thank you. And just try your best to stay out of the box and um, don't take it too hard. (laughs) Thank you. And I'd like to say, well, open your heart and invite others and see how you can help yourself and help others to develop. Thank you very much, Jan. Thank you. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to know more how you can meet your potential, check out www.meetmypotential.com. That's www.meetmypotential.com. Join us again. And until then, stay cool.